This is the Waterless and Wellness Podcast, and you're listening to episode number three. When it comes to nutrition and wellness, there's so much information out there that it's easy to get lost in the noise. Should I eat carbs? Is fat bad? Which workout routine is the best? Not to mention, we're surrounded by polished and photoshopped images of what fit women should look like, which we all know isn't reality. We're not one-size-fits-all or cookie-cutter women. Inside the Wanderlust and Wellness Podcast, we're going to knock down those barriers and limiting beliefs, uncover popular myths and misconceptions surrounding health and nutrition, and tackle real struggles that real women face. Success is not out of your reach, and we're here to arm you with the tools and strategies needed to break the mold and own your story. So grab a pen, grab your favorite journal, and let's get started. Welcome to episode number three. Today on episode number three, we are going to be talking to Jessica Eichenlaub from semisweettooth.com about how to transition from a diet to a lifestyle. Jessica is the founder of Semisweettooth, a blog focused on providing real life actionable lessons that help to empower women to live their best lives. She believes that we can have it all, but that we cannot have it all perfectly. From her successful blog and freelance career, Jessica has recently launched Positively Confident, which is a program that helps to transform women into the confident, powerful women they were meant to be, all while living out their ideal lives. It's that time of year, also known as diet season, when we promise to swear off the junk food after the holidays and make a change. But unfortunately, Come February 1st, and sometimes even sooner, many of us are already back to our old habits. Jessica and I are going to share with you some strategies to help you not fall victim to the diet mindset and instead shift your mindset towards living a healthful life. I think you're going to love Jessica's advice as well as her confidence coaching, something I feel is oftentimes a missing link in making a lifestyle change. Be sure to find Jessica on her blog or through her social channels where you can connect with her and put these strategies into action and take that first step towards shifting to a lifestyle mindset. Or join me in my private Own Your Story Support and Accountability group. This is a completely free five-day group where we will start breaking down those barriers and get you ready to hit the ground running towards success. Just go to www.wanderlessonwellness.org forward slash own your story to join the next group. One additional note before we get started, I do want to apologize ahead of time for some slight audio issues. You may hear the audio cut out just a little bit, some a little bit of static sound, nothing major, but we were recording during a major snowstorm, and you know how the internet just loves Mother Nature. So again, I apologize in advance for a few audio hiccups and um, static sounds along the way, but I sure hope you still enjoy the episode and come back again next week. Before we jump in, a quick word from our sponsor. Ever been traveling and end up at a hotel with a rather lackluster gym, or even worse, no gym at all? Staying active while traveling can be a real challenge, but I have seriously found Willy Wonka's golden ticket for workouts on the go. Beachbody On Demand. With Beachbody On Demand's all-access pass, you get access to every single workout. Yeah, you heard me right. Every single Beachbody workout, one yearly membership costs access to them all. So now, anytime we travel, I take my trusty iPad with me and bam, pull up the Beachbody On Demand app and my workout is ready to go. 
As long as you have Wi-Fi and a mobile device, you are set. So if you want in on this golden ticket, head on over to www.wanderlustandwellness.org forward slash on demand and get your all access pass. Hey, Jessica, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm super excited to have you join us today. But uh, before we get started, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your background and, and, and what you do with your business? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. So I am Jessica. I'm the founder of Semi Sweet Tooth, which is a blog specifically focused on women's empowerment and giving people the confidence that they need to take the next step and get really excited to live their ideal lives. I'm also a freelance writer as well as a confidence coach. And I love that confidence coach aspect because I feel like that is that is like a crucial part of like healthy living and mindset and it's yeah. and it's oftentimes overlooked where you know we we focus so much on the food and the exercise um but we don't really focus on that confidence you yeah. know element and we let you know and we still have that negative self-talk in our head and you know Absolutely. so yeah and they all play together too right so if you're not confident then you might not go to the gym or you might not be comfortable and i think a lot of people have that negative self-talk so intermingling all of those pieces is really a big part of just overall health and wellness and being Absolutely. a healthy person. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you know, um, it's January and you know, it's that time of year that's diet season. Um, oh. and you know, we, we promise that we're going to, you know, not eat all the, you know, we're going to swear off all the bad food that we just right. ate in November and December and right. we're going to go to the gym and we're going to get our memberships. And then, you know, come a couple of weeks later, even by February, we've all kind of dropped off. So yeah. That's really why I wanted to talk to you today about um, shifting our mindset from that diet mindset to a healthy living mind, you know, healthy living lifestyle. So, um, yeah, and, and I, I think that's so important, right, to, to actually like talk about getting it to be a lifestyle because so many people come into resolution season yes. thinking, oh, I'm just going to all of a sudden be healthy. And it's not really like that if you want it to be something long term, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So like I personally struggled with the diet mindset for years. Um, and I've talked a little bit about that in my blog, some of my blog posts. But, you know, for years, I was in that diet mindset. And I was in that resolution mindset where I would, you know, you know, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna buy this program that I just saw on TV that's, you know, 30 pounds in 30 days, or I'm going to, you know, okay, on Monday, I'm going to start and I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to watch what I do for, th you know, 60 days or three months or whatever. And every time I would fail, and I would just always resort back to, you know, old behaviors and, you know, old habits. And it wasn't until I really took the time to look at, you know, the actual like change my mindset and make it a yeah. lifestyle instead of the start right. and stop race that I right. really started to see like some changes. So right. like, what is your experience, like your journey? Because I know you talk a little bit about that in your blog, but what is yep. your healthy living journey that you've gone yeah. through? Yeah, so it all started, I would say, years ago, right? So probably everyone starts around high school or college, yes. like that of age, yeah. right? All of a sudden, you're trying to figure out who are you. You're growing into your body. You're growing into yourself, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, so ultimately, what that kind of built up to is was me trying to be somebody else, right? So that diet yeah. mentality that you were talking about, I kept hearing, okay, it takes 21 days to make a habit. So I'll just do 
what's healthy for 21 days, then it's magically a habit. Yes. But that gives you an endpoint, right? And then and then it's all gone. Uh-huh. So what I started to do is I realized that those diets, I just went too extreme. I would just not be able to go out to eat with friends. I wouldn't be able to, um, you know, enjoy uh, some rest and relaxation because I would force myself to go to the gym for leg day or whatever class that I had going on. So I would have all of these things that I made myself do and it wasn't helping my spirit. It wasn't building me up. So I was healthy in a physical sense, quote unquote, but at the same time, it was bringing everything else down. And, um, I I talk a lot about how that made me feel lonely, Mm -hmm. right? Isolated. I had to put up a shield. And so that was where my experience, I almost hit like a rock bottom being like, why am I alone yet surrounded by people and surrounded by people that love me and are very supportive of me? Why am I doing this to truthfully myself? I'm the common denominator. It's not that person over there telling me, you know, you need to wait or whatever it is. It was truthfully me. So um, what I did from that is I did a lot of soul searching and I changed myself really from the inside out. So what I did was first stop calling it a diet because if I called it a diet in my head, it was, you know, it had that endpoint. I know we've discussed how an endpoint just means like everything else and you're all of a sudden like, okay, now I can have the entire tub of ice cream, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. So I had to recreate those relationships with food, with my mind, with my body. How the relationships grow to become who I wanted to be, not just what I wanted to look like. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's very easy for people to fall into the, the diet mentality because, yeah. I mean, they're advertised everywhere. Like, that's what you see. That's what you see in magazines. That's what you see on the TV. That's what you see on the radio. It is, you know, um, you know, quick fixes and shakes and, 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 it's, and it's what, everything's better. <laughs> yeah, and it's what we become accustomed to thinking. And we right. think that a quick diet is the answer without right. any, without giving any thought to you know, the behavior surrounding the eating or the types of foods that we're eating. Like, are are we eating food that's good for our body, even though it's approved on, you know, X, you know, whatever diet that we're, we're trying. Um, so I, I think that's why it's so easy to, that's one reason why it's so easy to fall into that diet mentality is because I think that's what we've kind of been ingrained to, 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 to do. Yeah, yeah. And I actually had seen a Daily Mail fact recently where two of five people that start a diet stop it within seven days. And the thing that amazed me about that was that's within seven days. That's not even talking about two weeks, three weeks, a month down the line. So all of a sudden, almost half the group is gone, right? So you're trying to be healthy. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, but I want to go out with my friends and have a glass of wine. Uh So you know, that diet needs to be transformed and yes. not be a diet. And, and, <laughs> and really you hear people that. kind of make the joke about, oh, well, you know, the gym's going to be packed in January because everyone's there, but, but I'll go, you know, come March, it'll be empty and it won't be as crowded. And, yeah. and, um, and that's sad because I, you know, like I think helping people understand, um, some of the pitfalls to avoid and, and how to shift their mindset might help them not, you know, be one of those that the, the two of the five that, that fall off the wagon. Or like you mentioned, you know, they, they want to go out with their friends and have a glass of wine 
And, you know, by doing that, they think, well, I've just, you know, I've just screwed up the whole thing. I'm just going to just be done, you know? And so, you know, for being, being, um, compassionate with yourself and, finding balance. And like you say, like developing that, that healthy relationship and that confidence. And it's okay that if you, if you do that, it doesn't mean that you've, you know, completely need to resort back to, you know, your old habits. Um, some of the, the common struggles, um, that I see with diets is that I think in my, from my personal experience, um, Mm -hmm. diets, at least the diets I've tried, um, sometimes are very rigid, Um, they involve feeling like almost like a punishment, like, oh my God, I can't have this food. Like it's deprivation. You always hear the phrase deprivation leads to failure, um, guilt and fear. And, and at some point all of that becomes so much that, that we just, you know, we cave under the, the, the pressure and we, we resort to eating those forbidden foods. Um, and so again, I think, uh, for my own journey, like looking at the foods is not of like, these are, these are good foods and these are bad foods, right. you know, because they're not allowed. And instead looking at them as, you know, these are foods that are going to nourish my body and these foods are going to, you know, cause right. inflammatory in my system, you know, in my system right. or whatever. So, um, one thing that I often say to people I work with too, is eat the foods that love your body back. So I think that's something that has really spoken to me. Right. So, uh-huh. The example that I use, and I know we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about this, but is, um, for example, my body craves protein, so I'm a meat eater. I need to have that every day, and I don't need to, right? But my body just feels a lot better. I feel more energized. Some people are not that way, but my body also hates dairy. Does that <laughs> mean that I'm gonna ignore? A- no, like I love ice cream. My blog is actually named Semi Sweet Tooth. Like I have a huge sweet tooth, but I'm definitely going to be more choiceful because I want to focus on those foods that actually love my body and nourish my body rather than, you know, good, bad, consider it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, and, and some of the struggles I think people um, experience with diets is. You know, like we talked about, diets have a start and an end date. So, you know, they lose the, they either lose the weight um, or they reach that end date and then they automatically resort back to their previous behaviors and sometimes they regain the weight because they never looked um, at the deeper reason as to why they wanted to diet or why they wanted to eat healthy or why they wanted to lose that weight. Um, And um, so I, I think, I think. Like, like with your confidence coaching and just really changing your mindset will kind of help. I think that really helps with, with, with that switch and not seeing like, okay, well, it's done. And I'm going to go back to eating all these, these other kinds of foods. Um, because if I change my mindset and like you said, I realize, well, these foods actually nourish my body. These, these foods don't, these foods make me feel right. really terrible. Um, right. you're, you'll be more mindful when you're eating, uh, you yeah. know, the, the, the foods that you're choosing. So, yeah. Yes. And it's focusing too on like on the food as well, rather than just mindlessly eating it. Yes. So I know that's a big problem I have. Like I'll just be eating in front of the TV and all of a sudden they have 9,000 chips or whatever yeah. it is. So it's actually recognizing what you're eating so that you even know what is nourishing your body. You know, like yes. if you're just mixing everything together and not paying attention to it, you could be like, okay, well, I feel kind of bad today. 
was it the chips? Was it the broccoli? Was it the, you know, whatever it was. So you have to actually kind of recognize that too. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some strategies, um, that you might use with your clients or that you've yeah. you know, tried yourself to kind of help, like help people shift from that diet mentality to that, to a yeah. healthy living uh, mentality? Yeah. Well, so I know that we already talked about a few. So for example, not calling it a diet, recognizing you're trying to live a healthier lifestyle because diets have an end date, right? So Mm -hmm. changing the perception. So that's one, but I think one of my, the big ones that I really um, push people to recognize within themselves is the decision-making style that they have. So I really prescribe to, it's actually created by Gretchen Rubin, And she has the abstainer mentality and the moderator mentality. An abstainer is somebody who likes to go almost to extremes. So within food and within dieting, that would be completely get rid of the tub of ice cream, never buy cookies, you know, Um, go to the gym and stay specifically on a schedule, whatever that would be. Um, And then a moderator is somebody who actually feels energized just by having that one cookie or that one scoop of ice cream. And that almost builds in them more endurance to stick with that lifestyle. So they feel healthy. It's like a small indulgence and then they can keep going. So a lot of times people are taught that the abstainer mentality is the only way. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely not the case. For example, I'm working with somebody right now that is absolutely 100% a moderator. So I tell her, okay, well, let's talk about what you can have available or what you should have available so that you can have that one, you know, scoop of ice cream whenever you need it and just be more choiceful about what that is too. So maybe it's the halo, you know, ice cream that's really good, or maybe we can freeze yogurt. So maybe we can be a little bit healthier about those choices. So I think understanding which you are, I'm definitely an abstainer, but that's not everyone. That doesn't mean it's right. So understanding that about yourself will really help you to create a habit and make a lifestyle of being healthy. Um, So that's one of the big ones. Um, And I like that because I think think so many times – we're kind of taught that the abstainer is the way like you have to go, like you need to go all or nothing, like all in. And, and that kind of, for some people leads to failure. So I think I'm, I I would probably classify myself of a mix of both, if that's even possible. Um, like there are some that, that some elements that I'm definitely an abstainer, like that work, like I just, I don't buy it. I don't, I have it in the house. Um, but then I'm also a moderator. And and I think, I think the way I approached my transition was probably in the moderator for uh, uh, fashion where I kind of eased into it because I found that if I completely, you know, depleted my cabinets, my my pantry, and I restocked it with everything else and tried to go 100% in, I just kind of... I froze and it was like too overwhelming. So I think, I think, I I think you make a good point. And I think understanding, um, your decision-making style and we can, um, if you have a link, do you have a link to that to maybe that we could include in the show notes for our readers? I actually have, um, kind of a, a, a freebie quiz that I put together because okay. really that mentality actually goes into social situations. I mean, you can, so for example, I love going to like, like, 
different parties, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'll stop by for half an hour and half an hour. And my husband's like, no, we have to go the whole time. We have to be first to arrive. That's leave. So, I mean, like, it even plays into all of those. So, I actually have a quiz that I've created and I can actually send that to you. So, okay, uh, we perfect. can check with the well, listeners. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll include that in the show notes for the listeners so they can kind of see, take that quiz and kind of see perfect. what their decision making style is that can help them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, that's what are yeah. some other strategies that you've used? Yeah. So going along with that um, is really to try to make the healthy foods the easiest choice, right? So that means even if you do like cookies, maybe don't put the cookie jar in the middle of the table, right? Uh-huh. So put a fruit. So just make that a healthy choice. And I really think that's the same for abstainers, moderators, anybody. So just make the unhealthy foods, whatever doesn't love your body, a little bit more difficult to to get to compared to the healthy foods. Um, so I think that's that's one. Uh, never skipping meals. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that have tried to almost say like, oh no, I'm not hungry in the morning, so I'm just going to skip breakfast, morning snack, I'm going to go straight to lunch or something like that. That's fine, but your body needs that nutrition. Mm-hmm. So at least feed it what it needs, right? Um, and I think that's specifically, I've noticed, at least with the people I've worked with, primarily women that really feel like depleting themselves sometimes of calories is a great thing. And especially if you're working out, especially if you're being active, you need to feed yourself with good calories. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise you're just not going to have energy and then you're not going to have energy to like go to the gym and it kind of becomes a full cycle, right? Yes, so a lot yes. of people are almost starving themselves yes. overweight. You <laughs> you know, know and I mean? a lot of people also think that um, it's just a simple calories in versus calories out. And it's right. so much more than that. Like mm-hmm. you might mathematically be, oh, you know, having less, you know, your calories in calories out might be working out. But if you're eating foods that are, you know, inflammatory, your system or causing bloating or inflammation, yeah. like, like you're not going to see results. And I talk about that, um, in some of my other groups and that's also another hard concept yeah. for people to kind of understand. But, um, mm-hmm. I think, and, and, and understanding that your food choices are, um, just as important as, the amount of calories that you're taking in. And and also, um, you mentioned never skipping meals, but for me also, um, just planning. Cause I know that if I don't plan and I, mm-hmm. um, you know, get, get, get myself where I, I don't have, I didn't, don't have anything to eat, you know, with me or in the house and I skip a meal. And then I get to the point where I'm so hungry that I turn to, the quickest and easiest and fastest choice, which isn't always the best. And so I think, you know, just, just being prepared and and, and setting yourself up for success by having not, not only those um, healthy, healthy choices being the easiest, you know, choice to Mm -hmm. reach, but also just having a choice to turn to because I think not planning and, and, and and going to work and not having lunch with you or, or have a plan in place can lead you to, ending up hitting that drive through. So right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And especially with people just starting on this journey too. Yes. Like you said, planning or trying to eat the same every single day is really beneficial. The only caveat I would have to that is to not feel guilty if you go off of that plan, you know, take that day, 
say it's okay, and then move on and take the next day with that regular plan. So I think that's, like you said, much easier way so that you don't even have to consider, oh, what am I going to eat next? Yes. Okay, now it's this oatmeal, whatever yes. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I think I personally do tend to eat the same things. Um, yeah. Especially for at least like a set period of time, maybe for like two or three weeks, I'm always eating the same thing for breakfast and the same thing for lunch because it's easy and it's working and then I'll, you know, switch it up. But, um, yeah, I have no problem having a very limited, uh, right. menu to, to, to eat Repertoire because it's, it's, it, I mean, it's, it, I like it. It's working, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. And then if I go off of that and I, you know, want to have something different for a weekend or something, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I've also, you know, to go back to your confidence coaching, like I've also mm-hmm. learned in my journey to just be more compassionate with myself and, and it's okay to, you know, have that day where you choose to eat something that's maybe not, you know, in line with whatever, you, you know, your healthy lifestyle, right. as long as you don't stay there, right. it's, it's okay. Yeah. You need to forgive yourself and have grace with yourself yes. too. I mean, what would you say to your best friend? Cause you need to love yourself and, and be your own best friend and be your own support if you're expecting other people to do it too. Yes. Because having that support system is so key, both from others, but also from yourself, right? So have the grace and have the patience to say, all right, it's day one. It's something new. I'm learning. I'm growing. Move on. You know, I'll have the piece. But like also, when you're planning, you can plan pieces of cake at a birthday party. You know, you can plan on that kind of stuff too. So I think a lot of people will just say like, no, I can't have birthday cake. That's fine. If that's you, Uh for me, if there's cake in front of me, I'm going to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Like wedding season, you better believe that's on my plan. I'm like, nope, I'm going to have a slice. I don't even care what kind it is. It's going to be great. Yeah, Uh exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And I also think um, journaling is a tool that I used myself, but um, Mm -hmm. when I was kind of, um, you know, I spent years, you know, failing at diets and then I was like, okay, what am I doing? Like, why do I keep, you know, going through the same, you know, cycle of trying something new, failing, trying something new, failing, giving up. And so Mm -hmm. when I really sat down to really like change my relationship with food, um, I started journaling just to kind of understand like my why, like why do I want to eat healthy and, and why if, if, if weight loss is one of your goals, it doesn't have to be one of your goals. Um, but if, if it is or weight gain, maybe you want to gain weight. Um, but, but understanding your why you want to do something, um, it helped me, um, shift my focus. So, so when I talk about, um, people that have followed me on social media, like my, my, I've kind of learned that like, I want to eat healthy because, you know, I want to feel good and I want to have energy and I want to, you know, live a long life. And, you know, I kind of shifted away. And even though weight loss is still in my journey and I still have, you know, more weight to lose, um, I didn't become, I was so focused, I think on the, the diet, the weight aspect of healthy living that I was missing like the really good foundation information of, you know, why do I really want to eat, you know, eat healthy and why do I really want to make this, this lifestyle change? So, um, journaling is something that it can be very beneficial. Um, and, and I'm actually going to be talking about, uh, journaling, uh, in the, in the episode number three, uh, when we talk about mindset, um, and on my blog, I'm actually going to be sharing a journal with my readers. Um, and it's not a journal, like a food journal where it's, you know, track your calories. It is a journal of just, 
of, of journaling. This is what I ate and this is how it made me feel like really just kind of like, and, yeah. and, 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 and journaling for the, for the why. So I think that's another tool that people can use if they're, if they're, if they really want to get to, okay, I'm done with this diet mentality. I really want to change yeah. my lifestyle. Like, I think that's also another tool. So yeah. And I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. Like you said, oftentimes when people start diets, it's for some, it's a surface thing, yes, right? Yes. You're starting a diet for a surface thing and there's something underlying. So discovering what that is, is so, so very important to actually changing your entire life, not just changing your, your body or mind or what you eat, changing your life overall. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And like I... Yes. And I talked, like I talked in the, in my intro episode, like I kind of view healthy living as kind of like a puzzle. <clears throat> I feel like it's, you know, it's, it's food, it's exercise, it's your, it's your mental state, it's spirituality. It's, it's just your overall, mm -hmm. you know, everything that makes up us as humans. And I feel like, you know, working towards getting all those puzzle pieces in the right spot is kind of yeah. like the overall goal for me anyway. Of, of what I would consider like overall health and wellness, you know, because you yeah. can't, I mean, you can't be, you can't be, you know, eating well, but, you know, stress that all the time or having a lot of negative self-talk, yeah. you know, like you talked about with your confidence coaching. So, so, um, I think, I, I think those are some good strategies that, that can help people if they're, if they're wanting to make that shift. Um, but w tell yeah. me, what is your biggest piece of advice to someone who? is maybe in that spot where they're like, okay, I've tried diets. I failed. I want to shift, but I just don't know like how to get started. Like, what would you recommend? Like, what's your biggest piece of advice to someone in that position? Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's a few things. So one, recognize that whatever works for somebody else isn't necessarily going to work for you. Right. We're all very independent beings. So, Excellent. yeah. So for example, um, there's a lot of restriction diets out there right now, which I don't think are necessarily bad things at all. Because so, for example, I found out that my body has an intolerance to tomatoes and I love tomatoes. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I think that those are like kind of unique things that those are fine. But that's just one example as to how each of our bodies is so very different and each of our systems is so very different, too. So recognizing that and having that grace, having that patience with yourself. And then I also do agree with you, too, finding what that underlying reason is. So uh, I know we'll talk about um, if they want to explore further, um, further, they can explore that further with me as well um, with the services that I provide. But but that being said, what is that underlying factor? Why do you want to start this lifestyle? What is that shift to get your mind and your overall system ready? Um, and I, I don't want anyone to view anything as a restriction. Yes. Because exactly. really you should just be doing what makes you feel good. So for example, even for, I know we're talking diets, but like for working out, if I go to the gym and I, I'll force myself sometimes to go to the gym when I don't want to, right? Mm -hmm. I have a 15 minute limit. If I'm just not feeling it after 15 minutes, I get out of there because my system just doesn't need that that day. You know, I need to be doing something else. I need to be meditating, going to yoga, doing something else that feels good. So I think you need to eat and do what feels good to you, um, which is sometimes very difficult to find. So just having that patience is, is really key. I'm not absolutely. sure if I answered that question, except... No, no, you did. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, absolutely. Um, I, I think 
I think um, that's like so many times, like I think you really hit, you know, the nail on the head. And so many times, like whatever you choose to do, don't feel like you're like you're depriving yourself or something is forbidden. Um, I mean, even if you go on an elimination diet, because I chose to go on an elimination diet just to see what foods were causing havoc in my system. And and that's okay because in that I learned that wheat and gluten and dairy just don't like me. (laughs) So, and that was okay. And and that was a good foundation that I started with. And now I've, I've began reintroducing foods and, you know, um, and seeing what works well with my body. So I think that's okay. But I just hate to hear those people that are like, man, I'm dying because I, I, I can't have carbs. You know what I mean? I just, right. you know, I don't, because if you're thinking that, then it's just, it's you're, you, in the end, you're going to just cave under that pressure and, and just right. go on a carb binge. So, right. so I think those are some, some really good pieces of yeah. advice. Um, so we're kind of wrapping up here, um, but I want you, before we get off, I want you to tell me, um, tell the readers where they can find you, like mm-hmm. a, your website and, your, and on social. Yeah. Um, and do you have anything, like, t- I'd like for you to share with the readers, like, some of your services that you offer that would help yeah. with um, mindset. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, uh, transitioning your to lifestyle. <laughs> it's kind of all together, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I can be found on Semi Sweet Tooth, kind of like the chocolate chips, so semisweettooth.com. And that is my blog as, as well as where I share freelance writing. I do freelance writing for a variety of different periodicals like ink.com and the local lifestyle, things like that. Brides.com, if you want to know about weddings, we can chat <laughs> weddings too. Um, but, um, yeah, so on there, for example, my most recent post was about manifestos and writing your manifesto for 2017. So it's a lot about, um, relationships with ourselves, finding that support system and getting our minds, bodies, and overall systems, right? So that's what I talk about there. Um, I'm also found on Instagram at semi sweet tooth. And that is where I am daily. So I post Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, but Instagram is, my baby. So, um, <laughs> every day. <laughs> um, and then there's a variety of other channels, but, and then if you do want to explore this topic further or anything like that, I do offer a free 30 minute course where we talk about discovering what those relationships are. So it's all about finding what is the reason that you need more self-confidence or you feel like you need to be more outgoing versus introverted, or you feel like you need to lose weight. So what is, those are those overarching reasons, right? But how can we explore more about our mind, body, our support system, our community, and then as well as our spirits. So kind of talking about those. So that's a 30 minute course where I just only talk about that topic. And then I also do offer a six week workshop where we actually go into each of those topics in very intimate detail where we can actually discuss you know, what are specific actionable real life steps that we can take in our daily lives to actually push ourselves to be confident, to actually exude confidence and be empowered to take those big, almost scary steps, right? So um, I think that that's really the same across uh, dieting or, um, you know, getting that self-confidence. So I, I do work with a variety of different people and it's it's beautiful because it's created a very supportive, loving support system. Because I think that's what a lot of people lack as well when they're trying to change their life. They don't have people that are going through that same journey. So that's something that I think is 
is really special. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And I'll, I'll provide all those links to you too. So yeah. We and we'll, we'll include the links in the show notes um, yeah. for anyone that's interested in either one of those workshops or mm-hmm. wants to check out your, your blog. Um, I love the picture on your blog with the cupcakes. Makes, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the whole reason why um, the semi sweet tooth is I try to make desserts kind of healthy. <laughs> I love baking. Um, but yeah, so I, I try to switch everything around where I can. But yes, nice. I definitely Awesome. <laughs> I know. I, I've been addicted to watching like Cupcake Wars and, and oh, cooking yeah. channel shows. And I'm like, I've got to stop watching these because I just want to make cupcakes like every oh, day. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you joining the podcast here at Waterless and Wellness. Um, yeah. And um, I'll we'll include all those show notes uh, for our readers. And, you know, hopefully they can connect with you or or visit Wonderless and Wellness and, and work on making that shift from a diet to a, a healthy lifestyle. All right. Perfect. All Thank right. You. Thank you. I'll, I will talk to you later. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. You can find all the information needed to connect with Jessica and learn more about her confidence coaching workshops in the show notes at wanderlessandwellness.org slash podcast. You've been listening to the Wanderlust and Wellness podcast. If you like this episode, please head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast to enjoy all of our upcoming episodes. And while you're there, go ahead and drop us a review. Be sure to check out episode number four, where Krista Pepper from Body Positive Personal Training and I talk about the role of mindset in healthy living. And be sure to follow Wanderlust and Wellness at wanderlustandwellness.org and jump on our mailing list to get all the healthy recipes, personal development tips, and plus-size fitness program information sent right to your inbox. Just go to www.wanderlustandwellness.org forward slash email. Or you can always find us on, on Facebook and Instagram at Wanderlust and Wellness. And if you're ready to own your story, join my next group starting on February 13th. Just go to www.wanderlustandwellness.org forward slash own your story. I'd love to help you get started making those changes you've been wanting. Join us next week where I'll be talking about 50 Shades of Paleo, sorry, no Christian Grey involved, with Michelle Homan from Fruition Fitness. Please note that I am not a registered dietitian or medical professional. The views I express are mine alone based on my own experiences and should not be taken as medical advice. Please speak with a medical professional before making any changes to your current routine.